0: Today we're talking about weight loss injections such as Ozempic, Manjaro, and Wagovi. And today I'm going to share with you how these weight loss injections have really had a tremendous impact on the way I approach weight loss. In fact, I know what I'm gonna say today is gonna ruffle some feathers and people are probably gonna come for me in the comments and that's okay. And this is the part that I don't think a lot of health professionals and fitness professionals and people who are in the diet and health space are talking about but this dramatic weight loss that we've seen people have just tremendous success on these drugs, I think it needs to tell a lot of us how to do things differently. I know it has changed the way I think about weight loss. It's changed the way I approach weight loss for myself. My name is Shaleen Johnson. Thank you so much for joining me here today on The Shalene Show. And today we're talking about a class of drugs generically known as semaglutide or semaglutide, commonly known by names such as Ozempic, Manjaro, and Wagovi, just to name a few. And there are a lot of pharmaceutical companies who are getting in on this action because it is a multi-billion, with a B, billion-dollar industry. It is the fastest-growing drug. In fact, it is in such demand that there is a worldwide shortage. And even as I'm recording this, there is still a shortage in place. Even with companies such as Wagovi making statements to the fact, if you go to their website right now, this is what it says. We are trying to keep up with the demand. They say that they are in production 24 hours a day, seven days a week to keep up with the demand. I've got a lot of questions, I've got a lot of feedback, I want to dispel some of the myths and today we're just gonna go there. You probably like a lot of other people are wondering if some of these celebrities and reality TV stars and even fitness professionals who have had rapid weight loss, are they using some of these weight loss injections? And if they are, Why aren't they coming clean and admitting it? For example, in the case of Kelly Clarkson, who says she's not using weight loss injections, is it possible to lose that much weight without them? Why is the price of this drug so high? What is the mechanism? And with this worldwide shortage, is it safe for people who are now turning to pharmacies that are making a compound version of the semaglutide, of Ozempic, of Wagovi, of all of these weight loss injections? Are these things safe? what do we know about the long-term use of them? And why is it opinions and judgment around using weight loss injections are so divisive? Like, why do people care so much? And is it appropriate? Is it the easy way out? Is it truly a disease to have obesity? And will the people who are taking these drugs need to take them indefinitely? And this is the part that I don't think a lot of health professionals and fitness professionals and people who are in the diet and health space are talking about, but... This dramatic weight loss that we've seen people have just tremendous success on these drugs, I think it needs to tell a lot of us how to do things differently. I know it has changed the way I think about weight loss. It's changed the way I approach weight loss for myself. And today I'm also gonna share some of my just hypotheses. I don't have research to back this stuff up. It's truly anecdotal, but I think it needs to be talked about. It needs to be talked about publicly because I'm I'm gonna tell you this. When a group of fitness professionals, a group of health professionals, a group of experts are all sitting together and they're not on camera and they're not worried about getting canceled, I can tell you that the conversations are very different. And I want to share some of those opinions and conversations because I think it's the right thing to do. And I'm very aware of the fact that I'm not a doctor. I'm not a researcher. I'm sharing my opinion and I'm sharing some hypotheses. So it's just my opinion and we're going to go there. I want to start with this phenomenon that's happened when anyone now shows up 10 pounds thinner, five pounds thinner, or 50 pounds thinner, without fail, the comments go crazy, whether it's social media or in the press. The rumors that whoever that person is who's lost some weight, it's always that they are denying the fact that they're using a weight loss injection, like Ozempic, like Manjaro. And and partly this is true because of situations like, for example, Oprah, who many months ago, I think more than a year ago, came out and publicly said that she was not ever going to use a weight loss injection, that she was going to do it the natural way. And she made like a very bold statement about that. Now, recently, about a month ago, she came out and announced that in fact, she is using a weight loss injectable. She did not use the name brand, but obviously it is a version of semaglutide, semaglutide, depending on how you pronounce it, I'm going to say semaglutide. But regardless of the brand, we know that she by her own admission, is using now a weight loss injectable drug and the press went crazy. The media went crazy. People called her a hypocrite. People were very, very angry. Even though she says she lost the majority of the weight herself, the you know, the way that she intended to, through diet and exercise, and that she's now doing the injection for maintenance. We don't know if there's a brand deal behind this. Whatever the case may be, why she's taking it, why she's decided to do it. It doesn't make sense to me that why people are so angry about this. But people have the right to change their mind. People have the right to do what they want with their bodies. She's a very intelligent woman. She certainly has a team of doctors around her. She's struggled with her weight her entire life. And it's become part of her brand. Like People talk about her weight more than just about anything else with this woman who is just remarkably talented, in my opinion. But people just really got up in arms over the fact that she Now is saying that she's on the drug. I think that she deserves kudos for at least being honest and saying that she's on it. I do, however, think that that contributes to the suspicion that the general population has whenever they see someone who's lost a substantial amount of weight, like a Kelly Clarkson, where they're like, yeah, I just don't believe it. I mean, the rumors have been circulating around people like her, even celebrities who, by society standards, have always been thin, like Lady Gaga, when she showed up you know, she's 5'2", so she probably showed up five pounds thinner. And the rumors started to swirl that she was on Ozempic. Okay, so here's my first opinion that I have to state. But before I do that, I want to make a clear distinction because I know some of you are going to start arguing in the comments about how no one should be taking Ozempic unless they are type 2 diabetic. I think a lot of us use the word Ozempic to almost like a generic term like Kleenex, which is a brand name for tissue. And we use the word Ozempic kind of as a generic term to describe any type of weight loss injectable. But it is true that Ozempic is only FDA approved for people who have type 2 diabetes and it is offered at a lower dose than Wagovi. Wagovi is the same drug, little different pen. So, that's the part that's trademarked. That's the part that's patented. But it's the same semaglutide at a higher dosage that's been FDA approved for general weight loss obesity. Now, you're you're going to have a very hard time getting Wagovi if you just want to lose like 10 pounds or 15 pounds for your daughter's wedding if you don't have another comorbidity. It is very difficult to get your hands on these drugs at the moment. So again, I just want to say nobody should be taking medication away from people who truly need it who are type 2 diabetic. We're clear on that. If you are starting a health and wellness journey, it's never easy and it's always so personal. So whether you're going all in or you've just decided to kind of ease into it, Alo Moves has classes that flow and are made specifically for you. Alo Moves is a streaming on-demand wellness platform that features yoga, fitness routines, meditation sessions, and so much more from one of my favorite brands, Alo Yoga. Their platform has tons of fresh content like new classes and a current inventory of over 3 thousand classes for every level, whether you're a beginner or advanced. So no matter your path, it's time to make a move with Allo Moves. So get a free 30-day Allo Moves subscription by going to allomoves.com. That's A-L-O-M-O-V-E-S.com and use code Shalene 20 for your free 30-day trial. Again, it's allomoves, A-L-O-M-O-V-E-S.com. Use code Shalene 20 for your 30 days free However, there are classes of this drug, there are versions of this class of drug which have been approved for general weight loss and obesity. So please know that when I say Ozempic, I'm just talking about semaglutide, the GLP-1 agonist that cause people to lose weight. Now let's talk about why the mechanism, like why are people losing so much weight? Because once I understood this mechanism, I started scratching my head and thinking to myself, This is going to change the diet and fitness industry. This is going to change the way that we tell people it's possible to lose weight. I'm going to get there. But I need you to kind of understand the mechanism first, right? So here's the mechanism. It mimics a hormone that we produce in our digestive tract that basically suppresses appetite. It also slows the emptying of your gastrointestinal system. So you're digesting food slower. I've done a whole video where we break down all of the different known side effects. But keep in mind, this class of drug has not been studied to my knowledge because I believe the longest study that we have to date is 68 weeks. So when we say long term, like what does it look like when people have been on the drug for three years? What does it look like when people have been on the drug for three years and then they've been off it for three years? Those things we just don't know. And for some of you, that's enough cause for concern. And you're like, well, it's not even worth me trying it then. However, I went into great detail on how to, I personally would evaluate this. What we do know for sure, like we don't need any more studies, is that it is incredibly detrimental to your health and longevity to be clinically obese. We know that carrying around all that extra weight, we, we know that that puts you at a higher risk of almost every all-cause mortality. So when you're looking at someone who is not just type 2 diabetic, but someone who has been obese and has been perhaps clinically obese for a number of years. And they're looking at, okay, so we don't know if there are that many negative side effects of going on this drug, but we do know for sure that if I stay obese another couple of years, I risk having a heart attack. I risk pulmonary heart failure. I risk, name a disease. You're at a higher risk of cancer, a higher risk of Alzheimer's, a higher risk of dying from pneumonia. So we know those risks we're very clear on. We don't know all the risks yet associated with these GLP-1 Agnes. However, the FDA has approved them and they're doing so rapidly. In fact, they just rushed through approval for the use of drugs like Wegovy for weight loss in children as young as age 12. And they're now doing trials on children as young as age 6. I don't know what to say. That has me concerned. Now let's get back to the way that these drugs work. So by injecting this drug, what it's doing is it's altering your hormones. So now the hormones that produce the feelings of hunger, those cravings that you feel, and the messaging from our brain, all of that switches. So someone who in the past is like constantly thinking about food, like cannot stop thinking about food, even after they eat, they still don't feel full. Now suddenly those hormones are working the way that they perhaps should, or at least they've been upregulated in such a way that now people, they they suddenly feel full, even when they've eaten very, very little food. Now follow me for a second. When I started hearing about all these people, like just overwhelmingly losing weight, it wasn't like, oh, some people lost weight. Like the trials were insane. The most effective weight loss injection in our medical history. I started to ask myself like, okay, so so what's the mechanism? Here's what's not happening. It's not melting away fat. It's not revving up your metabolism. It's getting people to eat less, a lot less. This is the thing I want to talk about that no one seems to be making a big deal about. But for years, we've been told it's not about calories. It's not about food. It's all these other things, right? It's the toxins in your diet. It's the inflammatory foods in your diet. It's your genetics. It's, it's, I've been saying that for all these years. And I believe that for all these years, right? Like, no, it's not as simple as calories in versus calories out okay, but isn't? I'm posing the question because it really has me thinking very differently about weight loss. They're not losing weight because their metabolism changed. They're not losing weight because they're eating less inflammatory foods. Now, while some may, that may be true, but the majority of them are losing weight because they're not hungry and they're losing muscle. I know you're going to bring up this topic 2. I'm going to bring this topic up and that is the fact that so many of these people are losing muscle on this weight loss injection. What is the mechanism? Why is it people are losing muscle when they're taking semaglutide? Semaglutide. Well, here's what expert Dr. Peter Atia had to say on the Skinny Confidential podcast.
1: The first thing we started noticing in patients on semaglutide was they were losing a lot of weight but like half of it was muscle. So yeah, a person lost 20 pounds, but they lost 10 pounds of muscle and 10 pounds of fat. And I don't have a great answer as to why, other than the appetite suppression seemed so profound that these patients had a hard time eating protein. Protein is a particularly satiating macronutrient. And so if you're not hungry at all, the last thing you wanna do is force feed yourself protein.
0: And because protein is so satiating and if a person's already feeling full, then the last thing they feel like eating is a piece of chicken. Like think about the last time you were like really full, right? You felt full. If someone offered you a cookie, you'd be like, yeah, okay. Like just a cookie after dinner. Sure. Oh, Yeah, I'll have a piece of chocolate. But if someone were to offer you a half a breast of chicken, which probably has fewer calories, but is more dense and heavy and the protein and, and aminos that you need to produce muscle, you'd be like... Oh, I'm so full. It it just doesn't sound good. Do you know that nearly 50% of people in the United States have inadequate levels of magnesium? Completely deficient. And it's not just because of our dietary choices. Like you can be eating a very healthy diet that you think has everything you need To produce enough magnesium. But for some people, it's genetic. For some of us, it is the way that we eat and the way that we live and and how we exercise. But again, almost 50% of people are deficient in magnesium. And if you are a woman, this is especially important that you get a quality magnesium supplement. Because if you don't, I mean, when you're deficient in magnesium, it's associated with osteoporosis, mood swings, nerve malfunctioning, hormone dysregulation, there's so many things that having the right level of magnesium in your body actually helps to alleviate a lot of these symptoms, including a lot of the symptoms of menopause, even hot flashes and night sweats. I know a lot of you have been talking about getting your hormones tested, which I think is a great idea, but why not also consider doing a supplement that you're likely deficient in any ways? It's going to improve all of these areas, plus it can probably help you sleep. And you don't even have to research the best company out there because I already did that for you. Today, listeners of The Chalene Show can go to megbreakthrough.com forward slash Chalene. You will unlock special gifts with your purchase. This is a limited time offer for select orders. So go to megbreakthrough.com forward slash Chalene. You will unlock special gifts with your purchase. Okay. So now let's talk about this. If we know The reason why people are losing so much weight is because they're simply consuming less calories. And the reason why so many of these people, because not all, it's not across the board, if people are doing this in a way that's monitored, hopefully with a registered dietitian or a nutritionist, or at least medically supervised in such a way that you're really paying attention, not just to your dietary choices, but also to your calorie intake, so that you're getting the right macros and micronutrients so that you don't become deficient in those things, so that you are able to build muscle, it's certainly possible for people to lose weight and not lose muscle. Now on the average diet, even if you weren't doing an injection, the average person, like it's pretty good if you can lose like 50% fat and 50% muscle. I mean, it's okay. Ideally, you would wanna lose 80% fat and only 20% muscle. And in a perfect world, you would wanna lose 0% muscle and 100% fat which is possible. It's certainly possible, but you really have to know your macros. You have to be training and you have to be eating in such a way to support the growth of muscle development. Now, I'm going to just share with you a a personal anecdote. Like one of a person I know who allows me to share with you this story and and not their name. So I'm going to share this anonymously. They have been taking the weight loss injection, Wagovi now for, I believe it's been nine months and they've lost a considerable amount of weight. Like they're my height and my weight now. I think they probably lost over 60 pounds. Crazy. And this person shared with me, Shalene, I never exercise. Like never. And I used to exercise. She's like, but it's so easy to lose the weight. And I'm like, I love the way I look. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just, for me personally, I don't get it because I cannot imagine not having that drug, the drug of exercise. But she was like, I just... It's like, I love the way I look. I can't believe how much weight I've lost. I'm just not interested in food. And I love the way my clothes look. And so rather than spend that extra hour and a half I was spending in the gym, I'm just like living my life and doing other fun things. So there's a lot of that going on. And while there are some who say that these injections also impact an area of the brain that controls addictive behaviors, things that are kind of like obsessive, whether it's compulsive shopping or gambling or porn or drinking. There are also reports that many people are turning to alcohol and consuming a lot of their calories in alcohol.
1: And we saw some other really negative things that, again, I don't want to generalize, so I can only tell you what I saw in our patients, but we saw a lot of people drinking their way through semaglutide. With alcohol? Yeah. Alcohol. Okay. Yeah. So they would just, they would sort of like, because let's be honest, like even if your appetite is suppressed, you're still pretty good having a margarita. You don't want to have a a salad and a chicken breast, but you could probably down a couple margaritas if you're not, if you're feeling a bit nauseous. And so we would see these patients and they're losing weight, but they're, they're actually doing a transition of calories to alcohol. Hmm. Again, the scale looks better, but they're not getting healthier.
0: So that's my big question, and I can't figure out why like, no one is talking about the fact that these people who are taking the drug and having significant rapid weight loss, like crazy weight loss, it's not because the drug is doing something to their bodies, it's because the drug is doing something to their hormones, which then leads us to conclude that weight loss is really about your hunger hormones. Like if we can fix your hunger hormones, which we know we can naturally, right now i know it's not as easy for some as others but there are ways to fix your hunger hormones naturally i did a whole episode on that i will link to it below in our show notes you can watch it on youtube as well i talked about supplements that basically mimic the same mechanism of semaglutide is it just one supplement no it's a series of them is it as simple as taking an injection once a week no it does require taking some consideration into your lifestyle choices because Our hormones are impacted by our sleep, they're impacted by our mood, they're impacted by the what we eat, and of course, our micro and macro nutrients. So supplementation can make a really big difference when we're talking about improving your hunger hormones. And while many, including celebrities like Rosie O'Donnell, say that they're gonna take this drug for the rest of their lives, like this is what they were looking for, there are also those people who are like, I can't afford it, my insurance isn't covering it, it's $1,000 a month, a month. You can buy a really, really nice treadmill for a lot less than that and pay for it one time and have it for like, you know, the next five years. Like people are spending over a thousand dollars per month for their injections and they're desperately afraid that there's going to be a shortage. And there has been, and many people can't get their hands on these injections. And then guess what? The hunger and the cravings come back because they didn't naturally shift their hormones, they did so with the injection, right? So is it possible to titrate off them slowly and in the process like shift your hunger hormones? Yes, of course that's possible. But will the average person do that? I don't know. So again, the question that I have is is weight loss truly as simple as eating less? Even though we've been telling people for the last 10 years it's not that simple. Is it? I don't know. But I do know this, and it's my personal experience, is when I, I started looking into this about a year ago and started reading the mechanism by which people were able to lose weight, it, it did make me think, well, if it's just eating less, then if I want to lose five pounds, why don't I just focus on shifting my hunger hormones and and move a little bit more? Like, if it really – that's how all these millions of people are losing weight, like, maybe – the advice that we've been hearing is wrong. And so, you know, look, I I don't know that I set out intentionally to prove that, but I did think about my hunger hormones. And because we were traveling at the time in Europe, and I've mentioned this in a previous episode, we stopped snacking as much because like, that's just like a very American thing to do. It's like always have snacks around like, you know, an after breakfast snack and then a pre-lunch snack and then an after lunch snack and then a before dinner snack. And let me just grab a handful of almonds. Let me just grab a, you know, even though it was like healthy stuff, I was like eating a lot of things I just really didn't need. And I realized I'm really not hungry. This is just kind of like habit that I'm grabbing these things. So I did that and I started losing a little bit of weight, like a couple pounds a month. And again, I wasn't really trying to, but I was just paying attention. And in the back of my mind was the mechanism by which all these people were losing weight. And then I started walking more and the weight just started coming off. I thought I was at my normal weight and the weight that I'm at now feels like my normal weight and my hunger, I've, I've got less hunger and I'm eating far more protein and I'm walking more. I'm just being completely honest with you right now and saying like, I don't know what to tell you because I would love to say, We've been saying for so many years, it's not as simple as calories in, calories out. And one of the reasons why we've been saying that is, and this is where people are going to come for me, is because people who struggled with their weight have said for years, I'm not eating anything. I eat very little. I've done the diet and I can't lose the weight. So is that true? Again, anecdotally, associates, people I know who are on these drugs, people who have written to me, those of you who listen to The Shalene Show and have shared with me your own personal journey, you said, I didn't realize how much I was eating until I didn't want to eat once I got on this drug. So I think we all just kind of need to be honest to figure out like what's really going on, what has been going on. Is it as simple as eating less? I don't want to think it's that simple. I'd love to think that there's so many other nuances and we know that there are, but those nuances all are related to hormones. Like hormones are truly at the root of this. So, if we can help people, those of you who are on it, those of you who are considering it, those of you who are like sitting on the fence and you're like, I just don't know if all the risks are worth it to me. If you truly want to lose that weight, it is possible. It is possible to lose that weight by shifting your hormones. And it is possible to shift, I think, I think it's possible to shift your hormones naturally. And the only reason why I say I think is because I've never been obese and I'm not a doctor. And I can tell you that even the most renowned studied experts in this area, there's still so much we don't know. But again, people who are on this drug are losing the weight because they're not eating. Hey, let's talk about minimalism. Are you laughing right now, Shaleen, talking about minimalism? I try frankly, I'm being forced to rethink the way I buy things and I live and especially my clothes because with all of this travel, I've got to figure out ways to pack and to travel more efficiently. And and that means like buying, in my opinion, a mix of really quality items and then some pieces that are super affordable. Let's face it, like I wouldn't feel guilty if I donated it before I left whatever city we're in at the moment but here's my advice when it comes to buying quality pieces you want to buy a style that's timeless otherwise if it's going to go out of style really quick you've kind of wasted your money so for me I was looking for a company that specifically makes that style of clothing like stylish but not trendy and that's why I want to recommend to you Jenny Kane I'm going to spell it for you J E N N I k-a-y-n-e jennykane.com forward slash Shalene 15 you're gonna get 15% off use code Shalene 15 because that gives you 15% off when you check out that's the promo code jenny kane is known for their lightweight super durable easy to wear cashmere so i have like an oatmeal colored cashmere hoodie It's timeless. It'll never go out of style. And it just, it kind of elevates even a casual outfit. Anyways, I would love for you to try out Jenny Kane. You can get one of their, what I call, Forever Pieces, by going to jennycane.com forward slash chalene15, you're going to get 15% off. Use code chalene15 because that gives you 15% off when you check out. That's the promo code. They've got lightweight cashmere and warm cashmere. Like, whatever the season, they have a go-to piece that's going to work for you. Again, check it out at jennycane.com forward slash chalene15. Use code chalene15 for 15% off. Okay. So now I want to talk about all the people who are rumored and the reason why we all freak out and think, oh, this person is, they're doing a weight loss injectable, including myself. I get comments every single week from people who are like, "Um, Ozempic, um, Wagovi, and I get accused all the time of that. And I think the reason why people do that is because... They've struggled to lose a weight and they can't. So they think, oh, so that's so easy for you. So then you must be doing this. And we see these accusations being hurled at celebrities and, you know, people in social media, reality TV stars. And I've also heard many people comment, seen people comment, is it even possible to lose this much weight? Not about me, but like, like say, for example, Kelly Clarkson, is it even possible to lose this much weight on your own? I doubt it. Well, think about it. it. Absolutely is because the mechanism is, again, that the person isn't eating. So yeah, that's how they lost the weight on the drug. But if they were were not eating for another reason, they would be able to lose that much weight. (laughs) I mean, that's the facts. We all know someone who had like maybe a traumatic experience or they had the loss of a family member or a divorce or an affair. And then suddenly they just lose their appetite entirely. And you see them drop the weight very, very fast. You also see people who struggle with eating disorders who And, you know, trigger warning, but for people who just like decide, okay, I'm going to eat less or I'm going to dramatically restrict calories, they lose weight very, very fast. I've had friends who have recovered from EDs who in a relapse moment can lose a ridiculous amount of weight in just like one or two weeks because they so dramatically restrict. So absolutely it's possible for anyone who you see who's lost a dramatic amount of weight. Is it possible for them to have done so? not on a weight loss injectable? Yes. Does that mean that they did it naturally just because they said they did? Not necessarily. We don't know. We can only assume that some celebrities don't want to be associated with that type of weight loss. And then there are some who I feel sorry for them because they're getting accused of doing this and people are coming for them and telling them that they're being inauthentic and that they're lying. And we don't know. We're not their doctors. So my thing is like, why do we care? And this is a question. I'm literally, I'm asking you, why are people so up in each other's business about weight loss and their bodies? Like it's your body, it's your choice. And you're a smart individual and you can do the research and and you can weigh the benefits and the risks. And if people want to do that, like, I just think like that's their choice. And I'm not sure why it makes other people so angry. I understand if, People are angry because there's a shortage of Ozempic and people are using Ozempic who are not type two diabetics, but that's very difficult to do today. It's very difficult to do. Now let's talk about the shortage of semaglutide because I have some theories, y'all, just a theory. Now, because Ozempic and Wagovi are on the shortage list, the FDA shortage list, they're allowing licensed pharmacies to compound semaglutide that they get from the same manufacturer, the same provider, the same wholesaler that companies do for Wagovi and um, Ozempic. Okay. So, they're all getting it from the same distributors. But Wagovi and Ozempic are in shortage, but these pharmacies can get the semaglutide and they can make these compounds. Now, follow me for a second. Ozempic, Wagovi, Manjaro, those are trademark patented names. But what's really patented is the Plastic syringe, the device by which it's delivered into the abdomen or the layer of fat where you inject it. Okay. My hypothesis is this it's actually those mechanisms that are in shortage because the semaglutide, semaglutide, it's available. The pharmacies are getting it from the same place. So it's very interesting. In, in my opinion, that these pharmacies are making these compounds, and we're gonna talk about those compounds for a second. Because this drug is so wildly in demand and such a lucrative money maker for the pharmaceutical companies, as well as the pharmacies, as well as the doctors who are prescribing it, everybody's doing a money grab. And that's where we need to get really cautious. That's when we need to be on high alert. Whether you're in favor of it, whether you're taking it, whether you're considering it, I don't care. I think we all need to go, wait a second. When this much money is on the table, people become very shady. Let's just say it. They're even advertising them with the names Ozempic and Wagovi, etc. And they're putting together compounds that are actually, they're unregulated by the FDA and you don't know necessarily what you're getting, especially when you're traveling to other countries. And for sure, you need to avoid at all costs trying to order one of these drugs online. Why would you take that risk? Don't do that don't do that. Even if you are going to use a compounded version, which is less expensive, it still needs a doctor's prescription. And by all means, do your research and make sure that you're going through a licensed pharmacy that has a great reputation that is known by the doctors in the area where you don't have to worry if this is a fly-by-night operation that's just trying to get in on the money grab. Speaking of money, get this. It is estimated to cost the U.S. government this year $267 $267 billion just to treat current obese patients. That doesn't even include type 2 diabetics, which is estimated to be $145 billion. These pharmaceutical companies are making a lot of money. And when we're talking about that much money, you can expect there to be a lot of corruption. And with corruption, no one is looking out for you, the patient. So we have to look out for ourselves. And my heart really goes out to anyone who has struggled with their weight all their life. Society, especially in the United States, can be so cruel to people who have extra weight on them, who are over fat, who are carrying around, and they just don't look like what we consider to be the ideal body type. And they'll be mistreated. They're often discriminated against. People assume that they're lazy, assume that they don't have the willpower, that they don't have the determination. But what we know is that all the willpower in the world doesn't shift your hormones. In order to shift your hormones, you've gotta do things differently. And for some people that has been a lifelong challenge with great risks. We know about the risks of obesity. So for those of you who are making incredibly rude judgments about people who have struggled with their obesity and have struggled with their health, who've turned to this solution, I think unless you've walked in their shoes, you really have no business saying anything. Like mind mind your own business. Like let people do what they wanna do. You worry about you (laughs) and I'll worry about me. And no, I'm, I'm not taking a weight loss injection and I have lost, I think like, 12 pounds over the last year by shifting my hormones naturally by, you know, a series of things like lifestyle things and all those things I broke down a couple different videos. So the first one that I want you to watch is this one, which again, I'm going to link these in our description to the episode. So just look below the episode and you'll see the link there. I will link to the one where I, I told you all the different supplements to take and why that will help mimic the GLP one response in your body so that you're not as hungry. It really does diminish your appetite. And then the number two video that I want you to watch is the one where I break down how Brett and I just made some minor changes to our our lifestyle, like by snacking and walking, et cetera. And then the last thing I want to do is invite you to do a, a walking challenge, depending on when you're watching this, hopefully you're seeing it in time. And I'm going to do like a two week reset your energy. Like we're really going to focus on those lifestyle changes that do improve your hormones. I'm I'm not saying we're like, like going to fix everything, but we can make dramatic changes in just 2 weeks to your hormones and we're going to do it through like walking. So we're going to walk every day. Start where you are. If you can only walk for 5 minutes, that's great. It's free and I'll guide you through the process. So check out and get signed up for that below. You can also go to my Instagram and just comment the word reset like as in Reset Your Energy, just comment the word reset on my Instagram anywhere and I'll send you an invitation to do our two-week challenge with us. Hey, I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.